those corn kernels and grab the brewer's yeast. You're listening to Polygonometry. This is a family podcast where each and every episode I sit down with a member of my huge, massive, gigantic family or just people that I find interesting or fun to talk to and we have a small little chitty chat about the weirdest things you can put on popcorn. What's up dudes, babes, dude babes and babe dudes. What's up? I hope your Sabbath is going great. Mine's going great. Want to know why? I had McDonald's for breakfast. Yep. Not even scared to tell you guys. I'm, look at me! Look at me being super vulnerable in the introduction. Uh, but anyway, guys, <laughs> the episode that we have today is going to be a great one. It's just the second half of the conversation that I have with Rob and Jacob. And if you listened to last episode, you may have heard my roommate Blade step in, and uh, we decided to grab him a you know microphone and some headphones to kind of roll with the punches and be a guest on this episode. So we have a great conversation about uh, tax audits, Bigfoot, and also. We figure out the Big Bang. Yeah, we figured it out. It's in this episode, and you're going to enjoy the ever-living crap out of it. I know it. And if you enjoy the, all the other episodes and all that stuff, just give us a follow on Spotify. Uh, if you have any questions, reach out. Other than that, guys, I hope you have an absolutely wonderful Sabbath listening to Jacob, Rob, and Blade. Ligonometry. This is so nice. This is great. This is delightful. This is wonderful. This is great. I'm so glad you guys showed up today. Hey, thank you. I'm yeah. glad you invited us. Yeah, this is this is wonderful. Because Moose needs to get no, an Instagram. Dude, I have zero social media. None. How do you feel about that? feel great. It's so nice not to be tempted by the devil. Tempted by the devil. <laughs> Dude, because every time I get social media, Mark it's all beast. just... That's what you obsess over. Tits and ass. Well, I mean, your algorithm knows you best, right? It does yeah. know me quite well. It knows you pretty decent, I'd say. My, I could just get a lot of videos of, like, people getting hurt <laughs> or dying. I have a lot of that. What's going on, Rob? Are I don't know. Okay? It's like, so here's my thing. This is going to turn really weird philosophically. But, like, I love watching videos of people, like, getting very massively hurt or, like, you know, dying in accidents. Because it reminds me that I'm not unkillable. Like, it's very easy for people to die. So. Can I turn it down? Uh, yeah, so we can turn. Just your volume is here. How's that? Oh, I see. That works. Better? Yeah. All right. Dope. Sweet. How are you guys? We feeling good? You oh, yeah, I'm feeling groovy. Stuff? Feeling yeah. very nice. Might feel a little bit better right there. All right. Anyway, so you're saying that uh, this uh, these constant. Uh, videos of people getting maimed, hurt, decimated, and or dismembered reminds you of your own mortality. Exactly. Okay. It's and, like, you, and you find that to be comforting in some way? A little bit. Yeah, because it's like, I feel like if I didn't acknowledge the fact that, you know, driving 120 miles an hour in a car with no airbags is not going to do your body well at all. So I think about no. that while I'm on the highway. I'm like, no. I don't need to speed. I can go the speed limit. Like, it's fine. And so I feel like it almost makes me a better person in some ways. Not saying people who don't speed are better people. But, like, there are some things where I'll see, 
like a situation that is potentially very fatal. And I'm just like, I have seen videos where someone has fallen off of that ladder or whatever and is going to die. So I'm not going to do it. So you don't speed anymore? You're done? Uh, well, I don't speed now because my car can't go over 60 unless I push it off of a cliff. Okay. Uh, but Hell yeah, dude. Just I know it, that feeling. Just in general, I can't... Uh, like, if I speed, I'll go, like, 5 or 10 over. I won't do anything insane. When I was a teenager, I would go, like, the biggest speeding ticket I ever got in my life, I was going 120 in a 73. And, 120 or, in a 73? Yeah. What were you driving? Holy, holy uh, I was driving my mom's 2009 Ford Flex Limited. Oh, okay. Ford yeah. Flex we were, Limited. We were 10 Shaky. miles out from uh, Ritzville, like, right where it's flat and straight, and where all the cops hang out for that exact reason. And... I was 18, bringing my brother to a lacrosse tournament in Yakima, and I was just flooring it through the desert. And then uh, State Trooper pulled me over, and he's like, I really should arrest you because you were almost doubling the speed limit. But this is your warning. Don't be an idiot. And then they gave me a $1,000 ticket, and I had to go to, like, those safe driver classes for a month. Damn, dude. Yeah. you That, that is well-deserved, I think. Oh, absolutely. Because you were going fucking straight. That's amazingly fast. Yeah. That's so dangerous. I though. was going so fast, the whole car was shaking, and, like, it's a new car. I've never felt a new car shake. Oh, yeah, but not it a good was, call. But it was, like, falling apart. And yeah, we were we were vibing and listening to Kendrick Lamar as we did it. <laughs> you should have been arrested for that. Oh, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> no, you know why I pulled you over? Kendrick Lamar is playing, uh, <laughs> and I heard it go as we passed. He was like, you know you were speeding, right? I was like, yeah, but I was going like 75. He's like, no, you were not. <laughs> There's oh, no. not a chance. <laughs> Pull up, drank. Yeah, Blade, Blade, what was your favorite church snack? Church snack? Yeah. Oh, man, it's been, I, I usually, Satan's church, there's not really much snacks there. And I was kidding. You're a Satanist. No, I was joking. Uh, <laughs> Just trying to get your audience to turn off the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, I mean... Just generic stuff. Usually, is like potato salad and stuff. There, I don't remember like a church snack. You, um, like you wouldn't have like something. Oh, okay. Here's another question for you guys. Maybe you guys will resonate with this or not. It was always in a sandwich bag. It was always in a Ziploc if you were rich. Ziploc sandwich bag. Yeah. Fold over if you were a Rose Art kid. Indeed, exactly. <laughs> okay, so you didn't have any of like those oh, snacks. And, I guess like, like the like to eat while the me- meeting was happening, not like the post dinner post meeting dinner or luncheon no or i like i like the uh the uh like come on a tray and there's like little those little little pieces of bread like hard pieces of bread okay those are pretty good and then like the drink that comes with it um it's like it's like juice or something like grape juice just regular old grape juice yeah we had, it wasn't enough to fill you up but it was it was pretty good when it happened they stopped singing to do it that's why stop singing. So, okay. So maybe it was song and then sacrament. Could have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. We've, no. we've, we've no, no, figured it out. It's song, money, song, sacrament, money. Oh yeah. Money. See, our money was money. like after. The, oh, after. Okay. Yeah. Our money was after. At ours, they just did it the whole time. They just passed. Keep a pass. Keep so, <laughs> we another lap. No, let me keep you miss going, somebody. Keep going. See our money. We never, I don't know about you guys, but we never had like a, a tray or anything for no, tithing. No. No, we didn't. We had like, uh, they would get like on Fast and Test Money meeting. Uh, that's so late. The first Monday of every Sunday. First Sunday. Or first, yes, yeah, Sunday of every month is when like they would, that's when you were supposed to like pay your tithing, pay your money. Yeah. And so they'd just like walk in uh, or like you'd walk in, someone who's leading the church would hand you like a slip that says tithing, missionary efforts, temple construction, like 
different places in the church that your money can go. And then you would like write that all down, whatever you wanted to pay, write the total. And then you'd staple or like tape a check to it. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Did you have to provide a receipt on the way out the door? No, but they would do. (laughs) That would be funny (laughs) if they did. Uh, uh, your account bounced. I, uh, (laughs) sorry, we're not gonna be able to to build another temple in Manti. (laughs) There's a, uh, but there is, uh, at the end of every year, maybe it's the beginning, like right around tax season, there's what they call your tithing audit. And so they pull you into a room and they say, this is how much you paid in tithing. Is this one tenth of what you made last year? And you have to corroborate. Uh, you lie. have to say have yes to and lie. be a liar, or you have to say no and be telling the truth yeah. because nobody, I mean, I know I have never just paid the 10%. Like I'm sure it's, I'm sure if anybody regularly pays the 10%, it has to be one of those diehard Mormons who or just like write-off. goes hard. Yeah. Or doing it for a tax write off. Yeah. Cause like I would get a paycheck back when minimum wage was $7 or whatever. And so yeah. a tenth of my paycheck would be like 24 bucks. I'm like, I'm not giving the church 24 bucks. Here's, here's a five, here's a $5 <laughs> bill. And I'd give it to him. We should then, do that like list thing with like actual taxes. So like, hey, where do you want to donate your taxes to this year? Oh, yeah, how about the uh, military industrial complex? Yes, please. Get, put more. And there you go. I like that. They do, uh, at least on TurboTax, they have an option where it's like, this is your tax return. You can give, then again, it's your tax return, not your actual taxes. But they're like, your tax return. Would you like to donate to a political party? And it's, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway. No, well, I mean, I also no, I see a tax return too. Yeah, Damn. as well. But that makes sense. Like a little, uh, an itemized receipt for where are my taxes going? Yeah, people it, say we should do it. That's a great all of idea. it goes I would to love Ukraine. That. I would be up for it. Oh it all goes to Bill Walton. It all goes to poutine. <laughs> yeah, the Canadian dish with fries and gravy. <laughs> oh, there's the Christian drones again. So we have the Christian drones circling above us. Um, anyway. I am a child of God. God. That's so. <laughs> it looks like it's landing too. It's gonna just get louder. Going to Sacred Heart. Yep, going to Sacred Heart to drop off somebody. Wonder what's going on. Let's just drop him out of the sky. Some fatty fell over in the mall, and now they gotta in the mall the helicopter out. The mall where? In Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Coeur d'Alene Mall. Wrong way. I would love to learn how to fly a helicopter. That's on my bucket list. Like, if I ever win the Powerball where I have just money I can waste, I want to take helicopter flight lessons. Um, Dude. It's pretty dangerous. It's extremely Kobe. dangerous. Yeah. True. That's Kobe. <laughs> Kobe wasn't the... He wasn't the pilot. Is it still a pilot if it's a helicopter? Well, yeah. I mean, he died in a helicopter. He was not the pilot. Oh. The thing is, I think he could fly a helicopter, so that must have sucked going down, being like, I could have been flying. Oh, no, it should have been me flying. Put this me is- in, coach. Put me in. <laughs> yeah, put me He's in. on the bench. <laughs> Look, he I'm died a- on the bench. That's horrible. I got <laughs> so ice sad. in my veins. I'm clutch. <laughs> Speaking of which, where's that at? <laughs> so, Moose. Yes. You talked about how church, the snacks, were something that you enjoyed. What was something that you now looking back are like, oof, I'm glad that's not a part of my life anymore. I would say the power that like these religious figures had over your thoughts. Um, okay. I just want to have my own thoughts. I don't know if that's, huh. it seems like a stretch, but uh, yeah, dude, I mean, <clears throat> looking back, 
I was, you know, you're like programmed. It's not a, it's not something that you get to choose, you know, what to think about. You just, you know, you're just told. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of like, I want to say brainwashing and maybe that is the right word. But it's also, it almost, and we talked about this the last time I was on the podcast too, is it's almost like uh, they're not doing it for nefarious intent, but they're like, they continue to try and convince you that that's the right way to be just because they truly believe that that's it. So it's almost like, I feel bad for people, like for people who would try and influence the way I would think, because I know they're doing it out of a good way, trying to think that they have to like save me from the devil and stuff. But also it's like, yeah. Oh, my own thoughts. Let me live my life. Like, yeah, chill. Like out of guilt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, especially if they can't get you to do it. They just really, they feel really guilty for it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But that, there is nefarious people out there, though. Because I imagine <clears throat> imagine you guys growing up, whatever, for like 20 years in whatever cult. And then you realize, oh, this isn't real at all. But this is what I'm doing with my whole life. So I'm going to keep doing it and act like. Yeah. Because it's yeah. comfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's what it's you what, know. Yeah, exactly what you know. That's what I was going to say. That's fun. Dude, we're dialed in, you and me, man. That's one of those things. Each other's words. That's one of those things. Everyone always says, like, oh, if I had a time machine, I'd go back and kill Hitler, which, I mean, to be fair, justifiable. Uh, but if I ever had a time machine, I'd want to go back to the days of the Bible and just be like, did this guy really turn into a pillar of salt? Let me watch this and see what <laughs> well, happens. First off, it was not shit. a guy. It was Lot's wife. Oh, was it so Lot's wife? do not Big misgender if. Lot's I'm wife. I'm so happy okay. that I said that and you knew the exact story I was talking about. <laughs> Actually, before the King James Version, it was Lot's boyfriend. <laughs> added, like, this seems kind of gay. And, uh, really it was actually before that. It was called the Queen James version. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, the King James version now actually just gets printed with a picture of LeBron on the cover. <laughs> and, and before that, uh, he didn't have two daughters. He had two sons who also had their way with him. There we so, go. Was, all, right. all right, I do know the Bible, gay incest though. is where we draw the line. <laughs> yeah, <right? it> <laughs> Uh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, you guys are all Mormon, right? Were yeah. Mormon? Were Mormon? Mormon adjacent. Were. Different yeah. species, but I same breed. Do you have any like weird smells you remember from Mormonism? Oh, dude. There was like a cottage cheese and uh, <laughs> uh, some sort of sweetness mixed together. And it was this dish that was always served. And I can smell that today. Oh, that's... It's not good. What was the dish's name? Dude, I have no idea. Cottage cheese and sweetness? <laughs> yeah, it would be like colored red. Come on, you guys know this? No. no. I think I've seen Damn. something similar. I thought it was like more of a jello thing, but is it cottage cheese? It might be that it's like I've cottage seen like cheese jello. mixed with I've jello seen like mix. Jello. Yeah, I've seen something similar to that. Green jello is kind of a universal Mormon kind of thing. I know that. Green jello specifically, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not connecting on the red the red color cottage cheese sweetness we had a we had a dish that i don't think it had cottage cheese in it but it was red jello mixed with like heavy whipping cream and then it would be topped with like a i don't know what it was it was almost like a cheese but it was like a sour cream almost and it was like this sweet yet savory red jello it was interesting i never liked it i'm not a big jello person so i would never grab it but I do know something that visually, at least in my head, would look similar to cottage cheese and jello. Are you telling me you don't gel with it? 
I don't. I don't gel with the Jello. God damn. I do not. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that's fine. Smooth yep. on. I uh, my smell was always like, like corduroy pants. Corduroy pants. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because like. Okay. The, so uh, hold on. What do corduroy pants smell like? It give us a comparison of what mix of smells make up corduroy. So it's like. Um, <laughs> It's like you took a burlap sack okay. and washed it with, like, a very fine clothes washing detergent. So it's like it's like a burlap sack with, like, a hint of, like, vanilla and dish soap. And one part uh, bus flooring. A little bus bit. Bus carpet yeah, flooring. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's a great way to yeah. put it is bus, bus carpet, carpet flooring. flooring. There yeah. we go. Or, like, like 90s bowling alley flooring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. Why is that a smell, like, that sticks with you? I don't know. Well, because so uh, actually, I do know the walls of my church building for some reason were covered in it. So it would be like, oh, well, have, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, where yeah. you'd have like there was a bottom where it was like three or four feet of this like carpet. weird carpet yarn material yeah. that had that smell, and then you'd get brick, and then a little bit more of that carpet yarn, and then the ceiling, uh, and so. Whatever, like hang frames from it really easily and and all that stuff. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. And so I think it was just the smell of that stuff because you'd walk in and you just, I could walk into any church building and it'll probably smell like that if it has that carpet material. Dude, we talked about this with Steven last time you were on the podcast about specific smells and colors that you associate. Yeah. And I talked about the color green and we associated it with the carpet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how Steven was like, oh, yeah, I was pretty introverted, so I looked down a lot, and that's why it resonates with me in church is, like, the color green and the smell of the carpet reminds him of church. Yeah, I can relate Dude, to that, looking right? down and looking at the carpet. You're so bored. It's hour two, and you've just been sitting there, and you're making shapes. Yeah. With, you know, the carpet pattern just to, like, entertain yourself. Okay, so question. What was your favorite part of church? If the end. Could, it, okay. <laughs> So I no, know I'm that, but like during the meeting, mm. was there a specific part that you guys enjoyed? Um, when I got into my teenage years, I really liked, I don't really know the name of the class. We just called it third hour or basically it's the third hour of church and it's a co-ed class oh, okay, between yeah. the ages of 12 and 18. So like you'd go to your one hour deacon's corner, teacher's corner, whatever, which is just, it would just be gender segregated one-hour class where you're with people your own age. Sausage um, fest. Yeah, basically. And then you'd go to third hour, and that's when you could see the girls. And I was a teenage so boy, go and I was like, church. fantastic. So you go church, priesthood, co-ed. Yeah, yes. go go sacrament meeting, priesthood meeting, and then, yeah, the co-ed meeting. Okay. And that was your favorite part of church? Oh, yeah. Because I would be able... Because, I mean, I'm still a flirt, but even back then I was a flirt, and so I'd go and I'd just talk to the girls and be flirty for an hour i mean try and listen to a lesson but it's hard when again i had a i had a big church group and so we had like 50 kids in that class so jeez it's so sweet. many yeah. dude yeah we did not have that priest meeting for us was at five o'clock in the morning on sundays Oof. i've heard of other churches that did it that way ours was just luckily right after sacrament meeting yeah i think most churches do that but i'm not sure exactly where or what blade when was your priesthood meeting I don't even know what that means. I think right now, technically, could be... Do, do either of you guys have the priesthood? I was ordained as a deacon. 
Ah. And that's it. I never made it past that. Moose? I do have the pre-study. Yeah. You have the, uh, what, what level? What's your the, tier? Whatever, the, the one that you get when you're 16. Oh, so the... Uh, Melchizedek. No, yeah. that's the that's the uh, eighteen. That's the, that's the missionary one. Oh, that's a real, ironic. It's a real word. Yeah, Melchizedek. Melchizedek. Yeah, yeah from Melchizedek. Uh, from Malachi, dude. Sounds like a fucking demon. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, Melchizedek coming out. Melchizedek, give you this Melchizedek. Yeah. <laughs> Rusty trombone. All right. Jesus. <laughs> oh, cool. That's so awesome. this debatably then, because Chris is a deacon, we we're all deacons except for Blade. This is your first deacon score. Welcome. No, well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Where three it. or more gather, Christ will be. Christ will be. And you look like Jesus. Yeah, I've been called that before. You have? Um, no. Oh. No. Uh, Satan, like sort of Satan though. Arabic Satan. I've been called Jesus. Satan. You've been uh, called Satan. Yeah. Um, you look like... You, you guys... Could, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, did you guys grow up believing in Satan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't know Mormons had that villain. Do you have a different pantheon of villains, or just the same? No, we have the Riddler, Doctor Octopus, <laughs> um, and Dr. we Chino. have uh, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> that one guy that Alan Rickman plays in uh, Oh Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Oh, he's also yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Mormon pantheon. Yep. Yeah, we and, pray every oh, night. And, just keep Hans Gruber away from the twin towers and <laughs> and the Gremlin with the mohawk. Oh, that's class. That one's scary. Yeah, so yeah, I was so. actually scared of that one too. So, yeah. oh, and the cockroach man from Men in Black one. That guy, yeah, you guy can drink some milk. You can't. Uh, I th- more sugar. <laughs> sugar. Was it, coffee? Oh, more, it was. It was sugar. water with like oh, yeah. scoops water. of sugar. sugar. Yeah, I've been looking into Men in Black recently because of, and I mean, it, don't let me tear this away from the church conversation. But you guys been paying attention to all the alien stuff going on recently? Oh yeah, dude. I've heard about dude. it. It's fucking wild. Crazy. Crazy shit, man. You've paying attention to a play. A little bit. Uh, it seems like that's the next church that will form is a bunch of crazy weirdos wearing tinfoil hats like, aliens are here. Um, They've always know. been here, dude. They've been coming here for a long time. It's a nice vacation spot. That's what they've been saying. You, you got to watch one of the press briefings, right? The guy was like, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> that's what you're here for. They yeah, want to get into that's it. That's literally <laughs> your well, job. Like, that's what yeah. you're, this, this is about. Well, it's classified. Well, let's... <laughs> let's un... Classify. Yeah, he, he said it was like it's like it was it's. I can't tell you anymore, but it, it's scary. <laughs> Whatever the hell he said, which is ridiculous as a cop out. Yeah, no, uh, we're we're hoping for more evidence, which is hopefully next because a lot of people are in the same boat where it's like, well, that wasn't really anything that provided any sort of value or information other than just a little bit more. So yeah. it's more than we had before. Indeed. So progress. As far as I'll take it, I don't know. I personally think that aliens have been here for a long time. They've been showing up frequently to help uh, bail us out of crazy cataclysms, and that is my theory. That's so, if they're bailing us out, are they just us? No, I like think why would they bail I us out? I think they're probably. Theory? I think they're probably just highly advanced artificial intelligence beings. I don't think they're organic at all. I think they've been made. I get that. Interesting. I think they've been made by something to come and help out. That's like that Reddit post where that dude describes that they're uh, made. You see that? Mm-mm. That was like a Reddit post that scared the shit out of people. It was pretty funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, the next day someone did a post about it. He was like, I can't sleep. All this stuff's crazy. Um, anyway, uh, this yeah, they said like it was like a synthetically uh, created. Like the DNA's, uh, is it natural? 
Yeah, things like been it's like techno DNA. Yeah, it was an interesting read, but it took way too long and wasted a lot of my time. Um, but yeah, the aliens did come before Joseph Smith. That's how he got his tablets. Yeah, I was um, gonna say, what if they're exactly just exactly what I'm yeah. saying? They're dude. all just angels, dude. Okay, here's a question for you guys. I did. I never got this in the AUB. I only ever got this in when I was uh, investigating the Mormon Church in Corvallis, Montana. But a member of the bishopric was braggadocious during a priesthood meeting one time where he was talking about how Mormonism is the only modern religion that actively accepts the idea that there's other life forms on other places and other planets. And that was like a, we're ahead of the curve. Look at us. We're the best kind of like thing. Isn't that like interesting? Was that... Yes, it is. It is is part of like the whole like Mormon cosmology stuff. But my question is, did you guys ever have any conversations like that? Because that was in the LDS church, not the AUB stuff. Mm -hmm. I never got it from strangers, but I know that my dad was very big on that. Like my dad would always be like, yeah, when when Christ left the second time after he after he came back and then left again, his last words. And I've never fact checked to verify if he was just telling the truth or not. But allegedly, his last words were like, okay, I'll see you guys later. I now have more children to visit. And so he's always said that, or my dad has always thought that, of course, there's aliens because Jesus went somewhere else that's not on this planet. So it's got to be another planet. And I always, from a kid, sort of was just like, oh, yeah, I guess aliens could exist in that way. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, aliens can exist because it seems uh, mathematically improbable that we're the only ones in all of this space. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's really only two options. Either they were the only ones or they're everywhere. Yeah. I don't see any other in-betweens. Yeah. Mathematically speaking, everywhere. The Fermi paradox. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you have that sound button? Do I? I think so. I don't know where it's at, though. It's probably this one. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. The Fermi paradox. <laughs> All right, where, where is that? That's not it. What are the odds that it's. I don't remember what I was going to say. Never mind. Don't worry about it. So, Mormonism, you guys get a planet when you die? Is that right? I think so. That I never really understood. What was your guys' understanding of it? So Slim. They okay. say, uh, so you don't learn about that stuff until you've gone through the temple. And I've not gone through the temple. But from what I am loosely aware, it's that if you're a member of the church and you have to be like a good member, basically, you have to, like, it's the upper echelon of members of the church, ones who always go to church on Sunday or always on time, always pay all of their tithing, if not more. Good Mormons. Yeah, exactly. The like perfect standard Mormons. They get a planet. All the others who weren't that devoted don't. Um, oh, so there's even a hierarchy in that. I think so. Because there's the hierarchy of, of heaven. Like Mormons don't just have one heaven. There's three heavens. There's the it's the sea turtle. So there's the celestial, the terrestrial, and the telestial. Correct. Telestial is the bottom rung. People like Jacob who, you know, were 50-50 on it. Little Jack Mormon. But they had the faith. The second was your average Mormon, you know, someone like me growing up who would go every once in a while, you know, not necessarily pay all of your tithing, but you live a pretty decent life. Yeah. And then the top tier, I think, are the, uh, like the diehard Mormons who would get the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was your understanding. Is, is that what you, 
Yeah, we always with. likened it to like light, like how much light you get. So like the bottom rung, it's the stars. Yep. The stars it has are the out. glory of the stars. Yeah, the and then the second rung would be like the moon. Glory the of the moon. Out, and then the third rung would be the glory of the, the sun. sun's out, and yeah. you're you're interacting with your higher power. However yeah. you Define it. Yeah. So we had the same thing with the three rungs: the the glory of the stars, moon, and sun, but all three kind of interlocking all interact with Jesus and God like that kind of whole thing was always kind of preached to us but then as far as like the planet is concerned to get to the question of like getting a planet when we die we were always taught that it was like your purpose was to replenish and repopulate the earth so that's the just part of the justification for polygamy and having just a, a slew of kids and all that stuff is because like mm -hmm. You are essentially like gathering souls to your family by creating all this life around you that eventually when you elevate to godhood, you get your population started with your own planet to eventually become your own god. That's kind of how we viewed it. So there's like an evolution to like your soul's trajectory, like Pokemon. What would you guys put on your planet? Three titted aliens, of course. That's yeah. what I want. Three? Three. A casino, dispensary, and strip club all under one roof. <laughs> I would have a place where Legos weren't as expensive as they are. <laughs> Kirkland brand Legos. Not even Kirkland brand, just Legos regular, but like affordable. Yeah. You know? I agree. I don't understand the markup on Legos. I don't know why these tiny little pieces of plastic cost so much. It's because everybody who is buying Legos is old enough to afford or have money in a job. Yeah, it's True. the only yeah. affordable housing. It's all everybody who's our age that likes Legos. I fucking love Legos, dude. I got Legos for my birthday this year for my little brother, and it was amazing. There's nothing better than like taking an edible or two and just turning on a good playlist and building with Legos. <laughs> Dude. There's nothing like shooting a black tar heroin and just hanging out with some Lincoln Logs. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, no, they're made out of oil. That's why. That's why they cost so much. You guys know that. Yeah. Well, if we just invade Iraq yes. again. <laughs> Give us Give Legos. Look, I want to get another Millennium Falcon. Dubai just has Lego stores every every block. Every block. And they're free. You just walk in and grab yeah, Legos. Yeah. Allegedly, we're getting a Lego store in the in the downtown area. Oh, no way. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's yeah. awesome. It'll be very cool. Good dude. for window shopping. Yeah, very good for window shopping and seeing that you're not able to afford the Legos. No one at the yeah. club can't afford Legos, but... As no. a previously mentioned, they're expensive. They're very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I would do with my planet. Full weekend paycheck for a, a little box of Legos. That's yeah, Blade, what would you do f with your planet? With my planet? Yeah. He said three-titted aliens. Three-titted aliens? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I mean, that's do? just a small part of it. I mean, it's not like everybody's going to be... Like, men won't be three-titted. You know, it's only, sure. only women um, and dogs. Dogs, Women yeah. dogs would be three titted. Yeah, they instead actually, of six. Yeah, they, so you reduce, yeah. you reduce, you cut their tits off by half. It's the trade off, yeah. And actually, it's actually dog tits is the third tits on women. It's just an extra dog tit. Oh, just the extra third one is just dog tit. Yeah, that's yeah. already okay. So after producing, it's just saggy its whole life. Oh, okay. Does it produce milk <laughs> still? Uh, it can if it gets pregnant. But only if it's pregnant. Yeah, that's how I refer to women as it. Yeah, that's just great. Uh, oh, uh, okay. I'm more Mormon than you guys thought, huh? No. <laughs> no. I do have a follow-up question. The, the, are Mormons excited for Starfield? What is yeah, what? Starfield? You explore different planets 
Is it a video game? It comes out soon. Yeah. Uh, probably. It's like Skyrim of Space. I oh, interesting. I'm gonna say yes, just because I love video games. But similarly, are you familiar with No Man's Sky? Yeah, it's very. I was hyped for No Man's Sky. I mean, I'm. Uh, if you guys don't know, No Man's Sky is an a procedurally generated video game that's basically infinite. It's constantly generating new planets and a new galaxy. Allegedly, there's like four quadrillion different planets in the game that you can visit, so nobody who plays is going to get on the same one. No way. And I was hyped for that game. because I oh, just, oh, yes, and then didn't it turn out to be an absolute dud or yeah, something yeah. like well, that? Well, because there's basically like no story to it. Like You're literally just flying around in space, which is fun, but when you don't really have an objective, it's like, oh, this is... Yeah, Starfield is like a, a better version of that, essentially. Is mm-hmm. that like a procedurally, like that's random and stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, Starfield has like hundreds of planets built in uh, in a long, ar- overarching story. Um, I think it would be very bad of them to miss the mark and not have a Mormon planet explore. That'd be really <laughs> that funny. That would be <laughs> spooky Mormon hell dream. Dude, it'd be so funny. You land on that planet and there's just like a bunch of 14 year olds. <laughs> just like, hi, hello. Can I be part of your family? Clip that. Keep that in. Chris wants a planet of 14 year olds. I, did not. I said <laughs> it would be funny. Not that I want it. I heard hot. I heard you say hot. <laughs> yeah, I did. You said hot. Fourteen-year-old boy. It would totally not. It would water. totally not be boys. my thing. It would totally not be my thing if that happened. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah. So, did you guys believe that uh, Bigfoot is Cain from the Bible? No. 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 Never heard that one. Did you? Were you told that? Oh yeah. yeah. Who's your bishop? <laughs> oh, are you related? Uh, yeah. No, I'm related oh, to him. We'll be right back with Polygonometry after these messages. Polygonometry is brought to you by a really long opening prayer. Yes, indeed, a really long opening prayer. The only thing that will make you question, why am I wasting four hours on a Sunday when I could be watching football and or napping or watching the living scriptures on DVD? Probably the VHS, though. Uh, A really long opening prayer. Polygonometry is also brought to you by the deacon who says the prayer wrong. Yes, indeed. Why are the deacons passing sacrament? That's only in the LDS. Good catch, everybody. Yes, indeed. The commercial was a little bit of a twist. Uh Uh-oh. Are we on our toes? Polygonometry. And now, back to the show. Yeah. That's a pretty dumb conspiracy theory. Overall, if I had to give my opinion on it well in the bible it doesn't explicitly say that cain dies so now he's immortal yeah <laughs> and that's his curse because he was the first murderer see let me tell you what lds people believe it's called the mark of cain and it's my yes. favorite topic okay <laughs> the mark of cain the Get mark of cain the mormons believe the diehard lds mormons believe that cain when he was cursed by god was made black and all black people ever are descended of Cain. Yep. Which is why they couldn't have the priesthood until yep. 1976. 1978. 78. But you're right. Yeah. It's horrible. It's absolutely atrocious. It's insane. Second Nephi chapter 5, verse 21. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the justification for the curse stuff is nuts. I have yet to produce uh, a podcast episode regarding a specific book regarding this specific subject. Uh, I'll show you guys afterwards, but uh, it's a book called The Seed of Cain. Oh. Um, and it's atrocious. It's a book that was um, not publicly published by the church, 
uh, and it's essentially the church's justification for all the reasons why black people are inferior. That's crazy. Yeah. Have you read it? Does it make sense? No, it doesn't make any sense at all. It is um is the parody of that Citizens Kane? Citizen Kane? Is that, <laughs> is that what that's about? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's gonna be great. Uh, we're gonna base a lot of it off the Joker eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it and it was said by Nephi that because they're good at basketball, they cannot <laughs> <laughs> they cannot participate in the church meetings. Well, Joseph Smith, James Nay Smith. Oh, there we go. There Basketball. Go. I mean, maybe he's I related. No two people have ever had the last name Smith. It's a proven fact. That's no, true. Yeah. And Mormons aren't really into basketball anymore, right? Uh, no, they are. They're no, big. They're, they have a movie made about it called Church Ball. We had Jimmer Fredette. So, player of the year 2012, college NCAA. It's true. Shanghai Sharks, uh, eight time MVP. Indeed. He was very good at threes. Yeah, in China. I think Mormons are much more of a football group. BYU and Utah have always had good football teams. Always good. Yeah. Uh, BYU is also very good at cross country and track. And, oh, are the they really? Distance running, yeah. Uh, recently, they just barely had the two uh, individual national champions in cross country. I mean, that tracks. Yeah. Like when you're on a mission, you're just walking everywhere. Those legs get powered up. Yeah. You never served a mission. I did not, no. Why not? Um, because I was uh, dating a girl at the time. And oh, did I ask you this the last time you were on the podcast? I could have. You didn't, uh, but it sort of falls into a into a similar story. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was dating this girl, and we were sure that we were going to get married. And so I talked to my bishop about it. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to marry this girl. And he's like, Well, you don't have to go on a mission because Christ also, you know, wants you guys to get married and repopulate the earth. And so yeah, I was going to marry this girl, and then uh, we got engaged. And then we broke up like three weeks before the wedding. And at that point I was 19 and I was like... Three weeks before. Yeah. Oh, have I never told you this story? No, I haven't heard this okay, story. Okay, so I've been engaged twice and they both end the exact same way. Oh my God. Yeah. Robert. I have, twice in a row. I've been engaged that twice. Hurts. So this is what happened. I was I was engaged to this girl. Um, and this is the first engagement you're speaking about. This is the first engagement. Yeah. So, gotcha. Uh, we were high school sweethearts. Um, I was in my church's production of the play Honk, which is about the ugly duckling. Um, and I was the main character. I was the ugly duckling. And then she played a character called Penny, who's like the ugly duckling's love interest in the movie okay. or in the play. Question. Yes. Before we move on, how did you feel about landing the role of the ugly duckling? It was very bittersweet. Okay. Uh, All right. But- anyway, move on. <laughs> um <laughs> Anyway, so throughout the... <laughs> this guy's got potential. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but so throughout the play, when we were supposed to be flirting on stage, we just naturally started flirting backstage, and then we started dating. Yeah. Um, and so we dated for about a year and a half, and we were like, okay, well, we're going to get married. Um, so we got engaged three weeks before the wedding. Everything's paid for. Every, you know, people are... Plane tickets are sent out so that people can fly in. Three weeks before the wedding, and I come home from work, and I catch her cheating with my roommate. Oh my god! Yeah, like the full, the full sex and everything, which she was opposed to because she's a devout member of the church. She went full. You never got it, but she got it. Indeed, indeed. I mean, I would get something. She wasn't the perfect girl, but she, uh, yeah, full sex was had uh, while I came home. So I was like, this sucks. So we, uh, we broke up, obviously. Wow. Um, everything got canceled, lost a lot of the money on the wedding. And that was 
initially one of the two main factors for why I left the church because I was just like, I'm well, done with this. Yeah, this, this is, is stupid. Yeah. So yeah. Um, left the church for about three years or so. But that last year of being inactive, um, I met this other girl named obviously wasn't a member of the church. Obviously. Yeah. Because I was I was a heathen and in from like 18 to 21, I was I was a way more of a degenerate than I am currently. But I nice. had, uh, that yeah, tracks. it was awful. Uh, and so anyway, we started dating. We were only dating for like six months. And then she proposed to me, which was unconventional. Yeah, was hey, I respect that. It was at the Cheney Rodeo, which is an awfully interesting hey, place howdy, to do it. Hey, um, well, hey, it's not your first rodeo. Hey, <laughs> but I'm oh, where's that? I think it's there we go. That one. This right, one. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Very nice. But anyway, so I said yes. Everything's planned out. Everything's great. We've we're three weeks out from the wedding. We've paid for everything. People have tickets to fly in. I come home from work. Different girlfriend. Different place. Different roommate. She's cheating with my roommate when I come home from work three weeks before the wedding. Fucking hell no. Right. Way. What a bitch. And ever since then I've only loosely been in relationships. I haven't really been in any Sort of committed anything. Sort of committed anything because... Well, because why very, would you, huh? Yeah, exactly. How could you trust why anyone? The, why the fuck would you? I also feel like now if I get married, I can't invite any of my family because they're going to buy plane tickets and they're going to be like, we're not going <laughs> to... Not this a third time. Just tell us when the... We, when the <laughs> tell us when the wedding is and then give us the plane tickets at two weeks before the wedding. <laughs> yeah, two that weeks way we know it's real. That way we know it's real. So... Wow, yeah, dude. That's my... That's, I'm so sorry, man. That fucking sucks. That's Ass. horrible. Mm, that's okay. I that mean, it's not okay. That is just but brutal. Here I am. That's completely unfair for you to go through that fucking twice. Yeah. Holy shit. Like once, maybe rough. Funny. Twice? Twice? No. Well, hold on. Now it's, an, now it's an anecdote, though. Yeah. Twice, twice. now you can do that on Conan. That's true. You know what I mean? I can do it on Conan. Yeah. That's a good bit right there. I, I really like it's the... Uh, Oh, I was gonna make a joke, but it lost. I lost it. It's okay. Oh, sometimes, well. sometimes they show up, and then they're ghosts. Indeed, like the Holy Ghost. Sometimes it's a still small yeah, voice the, telling me bits. Is the Holy yeah. Ghost? Is that you guys had that too? Oh yeah. I mean, it was it was three oh, yeah. parts, right? So you oh, had yeah, we God, had three parts: God, Jesus, Jesus Christ, and, and the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. And they're all Trinity. three separate people. Three separate entities. Yeah. Yes, because that like, was the first vision. Is that that was the revolutionary idea that Joseph Smith was purporting. Back in the day, at least this is how it was taught to us, yeah. is that, yeah, no, the main difference was that Joseph Smith said that it's three different, like God and Jesus are separate. Yeah. Because everybody else was like, no, they're, they're like two sides of the same coin where it's like, no, we're two separate entities in yeah. and of itself. God is the father. Jesus is the son. Yeah. They are two different people. Yeah. Jesus is not God on earth. It's, yeah. So... That was the difference, and that was kind of like something that was, you know, low-key unconventional, which, you know, F at that point was just did whatever you can to be different because yeah. every religion was popping up in crazy tents all over the place and Indeed. and all that stuff. But. It was the religious renaissance, as it were. I don't remember what that period was called. The Enlightenment. The, the Second Enlightenment. Yeah, I think it's called the Second Enlightenment. The burned-over district. Yeah. That's what New England was because, I mean, religions were popping up all over the place. Mm-hmm. I did, uh, so I recently went to the East Coast, and I oh, did yeah, right. visit Palmyra, New York. How is that going to the motherland? It is beautiful. Yeah. It is gorgeous. If I were God, and I was like, this is where I'm going to make the the right gospel come about, it would be there. It was Ooh. beautiful. I didn't visit like any of the church 
structures or anything yeah. uh, just because I was with buddies who had no interest. But I, I went to Palmyra, and it's just a wonderful little town. It's almost like – have you guys been to Tenasket? So Tenasket's a small town like – North – Probably west. two hours north. A little uh, bit west. And a little bit west. And it's just this perfect little town. It's got like a 1,000 people in it, and that's very similar to Palmyra, except Palmyra is East Coast, so it's bigger. Probably at 20,000 people. Sure. But it's this nice little town, very wooded, similar to this, like not many pine trees, just a lot of like maples and stuff like that. Sure. It's very beautiful. Nice. Yeah. I've always been curious about going to that part of New York. I've been to New York City, but I've never been to the the home. Yeah. The home of the... Uh, I've never been to the Hill Camorra. Interesting. say that. But yeah, no, that's an interesting spot. Did it have any sort of crazy mojo? Not really. It, there, shockingly, were not a lot of members there. Hmm. Yeah. At least as far as I noticed. Like, it looked like like there were, for a small town of like 20,000, there were like 10, 12 bars on the main street. And okay. there wasn't any church buildings that I saw, and we drove through most of the town. So, so it's not Provo. Yeah, it's not Provo. Not even, Damn. it's not even Nauvoo. <laughs> I've never been to Nauvoo oh, either. Nauvoo's a good little spot. Housing's cheap. You can buy a house there for like $100,000. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. It's, what it, it's cheap to live in a swamp. Indeed. Yeah, that's awesome. So where are you guys at now with your beliefs in regards to the God question? Would you like to go first, Moose? Yeah, man. I mean, it seems like... It seems... It seems like that's the only logical way that this would all appear. You know, Lo- logic to you states that there is a god. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now I don't know. Sure, like there, Jesus Christ was a historically significant figure, just like Dave Chappelle is. You know, I, I don't think these people are <laughs> Chappelle and Christ. Same <laughs> way of life. I don't think they're really that much different. You know, they're just. Uh, they're people who talk to the masses and, but, you know, in the question of God, um, yeah, there's a creator. I don't, you know, I don't know what they look like. I don't know why we're here, but there's gotta be someone who, who at least started things here, who, you know, who yeah. got the ball rolling. Like, uh, how does it just appear out of nowhere? Like the big bang theory doesn't, Makes sense to me. It doesn't? No. No? I mean, just how does something just be without... Without something initially pushing the ball? Right, yeah. Maybe that was the ball that God pushed. I think I'm following you, but I also think that was a high thought, so elaborate. No, No, so what I'm saying is, like, you're talking about how, like, how is it possible that all of this can exist, like, boom out of nowhere, there must be someone who like got it started. Yes. Right? The Big Bang Theory is boom, something out of nowhere. And I get it's just like a concept to So what grasp. if God God was the one who was just like in Big Bang? That's what it and seems that, like. And that's what it is. I think both can be married, actually. Like yeah. that idea. Like God caused the Big Bang. Like that could be a thing because like we don't have any sort of way of observing what happened before that because time as a concept in and of itself started with the Big Bang, allegedly speaking. Mm -hmm. So we have no way of even tracking that concept, so therefore it becomes moot. So before that, 
there's some sort of inexplicable thing, that inexplicable thing meets the definitions of God, right? I guess so. I follow. There was a long time where I believed um, almost that exact thing where I was just like, and that's, uh, I think, where my initial, like, doubts in the doctrine of the church came in is because I was like, there's so much scientific evidence of, like, evolution and all these things that, that most organized religion just straight up denies, where my belief system for a long time was God caused the Big Bang. And, yeah, I'm sure he made Adam and Eve, but what if he made Adam and Eve by evolving these monkeys into becoming what's known as humans and then the first humans and et cetera, et cetera. That's how, that's what I thought of for a long time. Uh, recently I've, I've become more on the side of maybe it is all just organic and like the big bang happened for reasons unknown to us, but it happened. And now we are just living in the, like the debris of that, like we have just come to be as a consequence of that one action. However it was made Mm. is sort of how I'm believing. Yeah. It definitely seems like it's just consequences. Like the more, the older I get, it seems like we are just bees in a beehive, like that we really don't have as much free will as, you know, people really think it's like, are we just a consequence of our environment or is it the other way around? Maybe the big bang is just what happens when the creators turned our simulation on. It's possible. We're actually just in that video game that Blade was bringing up. We're in Starfield. Yeah. Just chilling. Just chilling. And all of the and our uh, fake simulated government is talking about these players who keep flying by and they're like, we don't know what they're doing, man. That's... And the players are like, oh, they figured out that they can observe us. Ooh. Oh, we didn't expect that. All of a, all of a sudden, anyway. they figured out how to split an atom. <laughs> Anyways, What's <next>? happening? <laughs> anyway, they made a movie about it, uh, splitting an atom, but it's definitely not selling as much as one about a doll for some reason. I mean, I know the reason. Have you okay. seen Margot Robbie yeah. in those swimsuits? <laughs> Great. Great. Movie's Mar- amazing. Is it really? I haven't, it's so good. I haven't seen either of them. It's so good. I have only seen Barbie, but uh, I have not seen Oppenheimer yet. But Barbie is amazing. I thought it was really, really good. I might have to go out and see it. One of these days, maybe, I don't think I work Friday, so I may go Friday. There yeah. you go. Barbie is Down syndrome and Oppenheimer is autism. I mean, that's that's the way it, it seems like. <laughs> what? <laughs> what sort of? That's an amazing. They're, they're on the opposite side of the uh, dichotomy. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, think about like the movie Oppenheimer. It's like uh, it's all just scientists and talking in a room and yeah. Oh, this is how we, this is how we uh, make eye contact, and then Barbie is just everything is awesome. <laughs> tits. I mean, that's the most Down syndrome thing oh, I can okay. think of. Okay, tits. Yeah. I uh, I so I was performing in uh in richland a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago i guess and i don't know if you guys are familiar but the richland high school's nickname or i guess their mascot is still the richland bombers yeah uh and so that's one thing that i put into my bit is i was like i'm driving through town and there's all these pride flags like you guys look really inclusive but also your high schoolers are still like scoring touchdowns in the name of nuking the japanese (laughs) how do you feel about this what's going on yeah, and they're they're uh, like the actual logo itself is a B fifty two flying fortress. 
Like the plane is accurate. It's like the one it's it's used the Enola to... gay. Yes. <laughs> that is insane. That's, That's absolutely wild. insane, dude. Have you seen uh this thing? I saw this online earlier. Uh that a lot of Japanese uh millennials and younger people, Gen Z and uh, millennials in Japan are sharing memes about 9-11 in response to all the Oppenheimer and Barbie memes. Really? Which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> because, like, as a Japanese person, and you're seeing all these Americans online being like, yeah, Barbenheimer, yeah, how crazy is that? I'm, I'm going to wear a pink fedora to go see the movie. Yeah, hey. this is funny. <laughs> hey, this is crazy. Look at me. I'm Kitty Oppenheimer. <laughs> I'm a drunk. You know, like, all this different stuff. And uh, you see all that, like, about one of the most absolutely atrocious like human rights violations yeah i mean we can be, people got we decimated can, we can we can talk yeah. about our propagandistic view of being american young people being like yeah no that's what we had to do to win the war and that's what it was but it's like yeah as if we aren't susceptible to our own propaganda that was an incredibly horrible misstep <laughs> yeah yeah like, but what about uh what about like the fire bombings on berlin like that kill i mean if you just talk to straight numbers that killed way I'm not more even coming. All of it's bad. That's all uh, I'm yeah, saying. Your propaganda is showing good their moves. Yeah, <laughs> your, your propaganda is showing here, bud. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, like, there's this, like, I just think that it's just kind of funny how justified these Japanese young people are <laughs> in sharing, in sharing like, a barb, like, a Barbie-themed 9-11, like, meme. I'm all for it. If I can make fun of 9-11, they can. Yeah, Definitely. I'm not against like, it. Freedom yeah. of speech. Yeah. Do you think they'll ever act up again? The Japanese? No. No. I think anime is their retribution. They're just like, we're going to take all Maybe. of your 24-year-old guys who don't talk to women, and we're going to get them to fuck pillows. <laughs> <laughs> We've got you now. You're, your army force is 3D now decimated. <laughs> They're playing 3D chess and Girl. not wearing deodorant. And not wearing deodorant. That's funny. Saying my lady. <laughs> They're burying katanas at an alarming rate. <laughs> Um, no, I uh, I don't know what I believe. Straight I think the up. world is yeah. crazy. I know I know nothing. Have you guys yeah. ever heard the uh, the Mark not Mark Normand? What's that guy's name? He's literally my favorite. Mark Spitz. No, it's not a Mark. Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Mark. O he was on. He was on. Marco Polo. Uh, he was Marco on Polo. SNL, and he died recently of cancer that nobody knew he had. Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald. Shotgun. There Kirk it Cobain. is. It's a Norm Macdonald bit about the existence of Germany. Have you heard it? No. He's like, he's like, I don't understand war nowadays. Like typically, like typically, the countries that lose, you don't hear about anymore. Which is why I don't trust Germany. You know, like twice they've gone to war against the world, <laughs> and one time, yeah, it wasn't so close. But the second time, they almost won. It was like they almost close. took it. It was pretty close. And it's a, it's just a very funny bit about how Germany shouldn't exist because oh. their rights as a, as a country should be taken away. Oh, because they've risen up against the world twice. Yeah, That's and funny. it was close. <laughs> they almost did it. Yeah, I'm tired, guys. I'll be honest. Are you? Yeah. Go take a nap. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But this has been a good podcast. What are we at for time? Oh, I have no idea. What time did we start? Oh, dude, we're at an hour and fifty minutes, Ooh, bro. Two parter. All right, final question. If you were ever to have five minutes at General Conference in Salt Lake 
The podium is yours. You have the entire world of Mormonism at your fingertips, and you are granted an uninterrupted five minutes on the podium. What do you do? What do you say? There's going to be a Winston Churchill line in there for sure. A Winston Churchill line. Oh, yeah. Classic, classic. I Referencing war is always great with Mormons. They love it. They love it. They do love it, which is strange. Yeah. I would go up and I'd talk about be yourself. You know, like if if you believe in the church and that's what you want to believe and you want to stick with it, fine, do it. That's an okay way to live. Like, no problem with it. But also don't be afraid to ask questions and explore and find out that maybe you don't believe in the church. Like, that's okay, too. Yeah, I would so. say uh, probably be yourself, but also don't make other people be what you want them to be. Like, uh, Say, everybody, yeah. so this whole idea of missionary work, I think we need to axe. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. Uh, it seems pushy. I've always felt that. Yeah. As someone who's taken missionary discussions, it's not fun. Because I schooled them. I was like, hey, yeah, no, I know about the Lamanite who stands on top of the tower and everybody shot arrows at him and then they all missed because he's just really good at God stuff. Um, and they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I brought my quad. And I also brought my scriptures. So Yeah, like I've got it. Like I know the stories. Yeah. I know about all of the 16-year-olds that none of them died. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah, the 2000 stripling warriors. Mm -hmm. I uh, I I think it's weird, especially now. Like I have a sister who's on a mission. My brother just got back. Missionary work is very much so about the numbers too. I've noticed it's not about the people. Production. Like dude. my Quota. sister, whenever she talks to me, she's like, "Yeah, Mormon we're, Amazon. We're talking to eight people, and two just got baptized, and so our numbers are looking good." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that's not why you're doing it. You're not doing it for the numbers. I mean, you are, but that's what sucks." Yeah, dude. No, it's a it. Yeah, you're working for Mormon Amazon, mm -hmm. and Jeff Bezos could be a name from the Book of Mormon when you think about it. Really, could be Bezos. There's a lot of Zedekiahs, a lot of Amalekites, a lot of Gid Gid Gidonis. At least four Nephi's. At least four Nephi's. That's what's crazy about them. That's what's crazy about Mormonism. There's at least four Nephi's. Yeah, and one at least five Nephi's because one of them is a city in Utah. That's true. Juab High. Great city. Go Wasps. <laughs> Go Wasps. That's the drone. That's we should wrap bomb. it up. That's the drone. Right. That's the wrap up. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks this for has having been us. Absolutely, Appreciate guys. It, yeah, we'll have you guys on again because this was a riot. This was fun. All right. Toots, my dudes. Toots, my dudes.